Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Emulating the feared Amazonian boa constrictor, the Steeler defense slowly asphyxiated the Cincinnati Bengals, and any hope they had for avenging 10 straight losses to the black and gold. We are, however, left with more concern over the dearth of the Steelers' ability at ambulation. Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Say go Steelers! Go Steelers! This is Tom coming to you from the Sawdust Studios in the Washington, D.C. Outpost. Nick joins me from the Houston Outpost, and we're here to celebrate the Steelers' 36-10 victory over the Cincinnati Bengals and a 9-0 record. 9-0 record. You guys, I don't know, uh, you know, if you're not rolling in money right now, you should be. It's the easiest year to be a Steelers fan ever, especially if you go to over to Bet Online. Why? Because... If you bet on the Steelers to win every week, you win money every week, baby. That's just what they do. Now, football is in full effect. We're over halfway through the season, maybe halfway to a Steelers' seventh Super Bowl. We'll find out. And, and, and many teams are strutting their stuff, as we'd say. It's time to get in the action. And if you're going to get in the action, do it at Bet Online because they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And like I said, if you're a Steelers fan, it's uh, come on. This is literal money in the bank. Just bet on them. Let's do it. All right. Use that. Well, you don't even have a promo code for this one. If you head a bet online today, you can take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses, and it does support the podcast. Bet online. Ching your online sports book experts. I don't want to whine, but this was not an auspicious weekend for our wagering savvy, as our record equals the Denver Broncos at 3-6 and over this past weekend. Baltimore loses to New England in a sloppy waterlogged contest. Yeah, the Steelers just kept winning. Reminding me of when the Steelers were one of two unbeaten teams left in the NFL, the Steelers and the Seahawks, and the Seahawks lost on Sunday night football. And it felt like two victories in one day because that made the Steelers the only undefeated team in the league. And the same thing just happened. The Patriots took care of the trash for us. Just kidding. The the Ravens aren't trash. We wish they were. It would make life a lot easier. But uh, the Steelers now have a a three-and-a-half game lead over the Ravens. Yes, we are going into Jacksonville, which has something in the atmosphere that makes the Pittsburgh Steelers play worse. I found out this year that the Steelers are like, they're they're losing to Jacksonville in the overall series of all time, which seems shocking, right? But Fred Taylor probably had something to do with that. Either way, right now, uh, the Steelers stand with a commanding three-and-a-half game lead over Baltimore and uh, you know one game 
over the Kansas City Chiefs. So it was a beautiful day to, uh, yesterday, all things considered. Well, look again, not whining. Both of us are on tight schedule, so we're going to do. We're going to power through a few themes. Yep. Fortunately. Not a lot. Well, actually, there was one major 180 that uh, one aspect of the team had. But let's start with Ben playing that slot fest yesterday. So great practice plan for him during the week. Mm -hmm. I think we ought to replicate that. Let him stay home. Let him homeschool. He'll be so crazed. It's sitting around with a preschooler trying to. What do they teach them? Do they still do shapes or are they actually doing like learning foreign languages at that time? I feel like it's shapes. Yeah. You think Ben's good at shapes? Ben's great at shapes. I don't know if he's like an analytics kind of guy, but when it comes to just feeling out the Rorschach test, that's the kind of athlete he is. You know, he plays by feel. So Ben, 27, uh, 27 for 46 for 333 yards. What did he have, 240 in the first half? It looked like he was on his way for another 500-yard game. Four touchdowns. He was killer, and I think one of the drives that demonstrated that most aptly was the fifth drive of the it's in the first quarter. That bomb to Deontay, 446 yards, followed up by the 16-yarder to Washington and capped off with the touchdown pass to Johnson in a 
in a pass it seemed like Johnson was not ready for. But he hung on to it. I think you're right. He had, uh, so when you're looking at targets, so Juju was targeted 13 times in the game with nine receptions. Johnson had 11 targets and Claypool had 10. Um, he was four for 10, frankly. So this makes me feel good. It feels like we're, when Claypool has two touchdowns in the plays he did, you're playing with, with house money. He's a rookie. You know, the, ten, the four for 10 is kind of concerning if you have a guy who's been in there for four years. But it just all sort of demonstrates upside. And also, you know, this, I have to go back and look at the other games, but this demonstration of spreading the passing around among those three guys, and and Washington's waiting there in the wings if if glass needs to be broken so it's a real hopeful sign that he's got this much firepower and he's using all of those guys i'm a little i'm still a little worried about ebron and his um like when he does well he does great but it seems like sometimes he's going at 90 percent but let's and i'm not talking about blocking which he's going at about 15 percent Let's move on to theme number two 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 and that is the defense now this seems like Except for getting gashed by the run the last two weeks, this is kind of repetitive, but it was just suppression, like suppression of freedom of speech for the Bengals. All right, two things here. The Steelers always play to the level of their opponents. There's no trap game for the Steelers. They're just harder if you play against worse teams. It seems to be the case. This is what it looks like when the Steelers play against a bad team and the Steelers play as well as they're supposed to. The Bengals just... They don't belong on the field. I mean, the talent is just nowhere near it. I mean, nope, none of the Steelers fans probably think that highly of Joe Burrow after that game, but Joe Burrow's been incredible, and we're going to have to worry about him for a while. But the Steelers made him look average. And T. Higgins, okay, he catches a eight uncovered slants in the middle of the field. He's doing a pretty good job. But other than that, 
you know, the Bengals just couldn't run with them. And what I liked about the defense is it seems like they went a lot less blitz-heavy this week, which is good because you don't know if Tomlin and Butler can resist sometimes when it comes to that. And they rushed three guys and they rushed four guys a lot, and they just left a bunch of dudes back in coverage, and they had faith that they're that the Steelers' pass rush would get home. And it did not earlier in the game, but as the game heated up, TJ got there more and more. All the boys were meeting at the quarterback, and they were really good that way. 0 for 13 on third downs is the big stat of the game, though. Like, that's the whole game right there, isn't it? No third. I don't think that's happened since, like, 2012 or something. Like, the Jets were, like, the last team to accomplish that, and it's been a while since someone held another team to 0% on third down. So out of 14 possessions, four, five, six, seven of those were three and outs. That's the extent of it. First half, first half rushing, 29 yards. We don't have much to brag about since we only had 16, but again, we actually don't have a running game. That's right. So no excuse there. Okay, one guy I want to point out on defense who I thought was the player of the game in some ways, Cameron Sutton needs a contract in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean, him... Him and Hilton are your best corners. Like, obviously, I think Sutton can probably play on the boundary. I don't think he's just a slot guy. But it, it, it is funny because you need Hayden and, and Hayden had a phenomenal game as well. But Hayden and Nelson on the outside. But the star corners are Hilton and Sutton. Sutton has a forced fumble in like three games in a row or something like that. I mean, that guy just really knows how to take the ball away. And he had... A play, I think it was maybe the first play of the second half. It was a 20-yard pass that the Bengals made. It was a catch and run. It was the longest play of the, the day to that point for the Bengals. I don't, I don't remember exactly when it was. But uh, Cam Sutton went for the knockdown there when he could have just played a little bit more conservative and tackled the guy for a five-yard gain. Or as the announcer, I think Jonathan Vilma pointed out, he just went for the knockdown with the wrong hand. If he had reached out his other hand, he might have got the knockdown. All I'm trying to say is that, like, he's one of the few guys in the Steelers have besides Minka that really knows how to make plays on the ball, and it's consistent. He's in there stripping people. He can high point the ball for interceptions. He can knock the ball down. He's had a lot of those this year. And I don't – I mean, obviously the Steelers are going to have an exodus this season. They're going to lose a lot of guys. But you can't lose Hilton and Sutton. One of those guys has got to stay, right? Easy for me yeah, to it's say un- Yeah, <laughs> it's unfortunate we're putting both of those – like it's an either-or situation. But I, I agree. I mean, and the, and the fact that Joe Hayden showed up it, yeah. so well in that game makes you wonder, like, he, he's not done yet. He's, he's not. And, and all, having Alu-Alu back was great. I think Bob Spokane was excellent in this game. If any of you guys know, you guys got to know Pat McAfee, right? The ex-punter for the Colts. Huge person. I mean, it's a galaxy-sized personality that this guy has. And his radio show is phenomenal. Definitely a fan of that. And I didn't realize he was intentionally calling Robert Spillane the wrong name for the first few weeks. He was calling him Bob Spokane's out there standing up Derrick Henry in the hole. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. He's, you know... I guess McAfee's so excited. He's not doing his research. McAfee's a Pittsburgh guy, so he does have a little bit of a bias towards Pittsburgh, which is nice. Tomlin helped start his career. But then I realized, oh, this is just a bit, and now I can't stop calling Robert Spillane Bob Spokane. Bob Spokane was good. I think everybody's good. Uh, Vince Williams almost killed a man. That happened at one point. Uh, yeah, everybody played well on defense. It just... It, you didn't even really get to watch the Bengals play offense. The only concerning thing is the weekly coverage breakdown. What was it, a 55-yard pass to T. Higgins? He was uncovered. We couldn't figure out who, who uh, was supposed to take him there. 
based on the replay. And once again, I said before this game, I'm looking forward to the Steelers getting, uh, being able to test themselves against a deep passing attack. We didn't really get to see that, but I don't care. We'll take the win either way. So, what? So if we're moving to special teams, let us. May us. Um, starting out with the Denier force. T- talking about force fumbles uh, early in the first quarter. Denier forcing a fumble and Snell recovering it on the Cincinnati thirty-one. The depressing thing about that is only getting a field goal out yeah. of that play. Well, I'll go a little bit more into that. The, the, the only getting a field goal out of the play later, but. The special teams were phenomenal on a windy, windy day. The fact that Ben was so good on a windy day, I mean, it shouldn't surprise us because we've seen it for 20 years. He's relatively unaffected by weather, luckily, compared to other quarterbacks, of course. I mean, weather affects everybody. Didn't seem to affect Ben. Special teams didn't get affected either. Nice job starting the game by punching the ball out. That's not just a lucky play. That's Erickson. He's a longtime returner for the Bengals. He's a good returner. Punch the ball out there. Get the ball. Boswell. I mean, kicking in the wind, that's got to be like the hardest thing to do. He makes all of his kicks. Once again, he looked great. And then Ray Ray McLeod's the best punt return in the NFL. I think you have Cordero Patterson. Is he still on the Bears right now? He's obviously kind of the the resident. Oh, every year he's going to be really good. Ray Ray McLeod is obscene. I mean, it's every single game he breaks a big return. I just can't wait till he gets the angle where he, he finally can finish off the run. I feel like the punters have done a good job on Ray Ray McLeod. He needs to hit them with you know, just a, a, a karate chop or something to go through them because they always end up rerouting him on, on his last move to get past the punter and someone catches up to him on that rerouting. But, yeah, special teams was humongous. And, uh, yeah, can't be understated. And usually when you have a blowout win like this, it means your special teams also probably played a part. Let's not understate Jordan Berry's role in this game. He had an average of almost 50-yard punting average. I think this only... Bad punt was his last punt. It was like 29 yards. But otherwise, he had uh, the only thing short other than that was short punt that he got down to the 10-yard line. So another guy trying to ensure his luck in his job for the next year. Yeah, he's, he's you know seen his life flash before his eyes. So he's been pretty decent since he's been back. All right, hard stop here because we got a quick show to get to. I need to tell you something very important. It's extremely important. Groom yourself. Men, groom yourself. Damn it. Groom yourself and do it well. Manscaped has got you covered. They have made precision tools for your family jewels. That's right. It's nearly impossible to nick or cut yourself with the technology patented, skin-safe technology that they have pioneered over at Manscaped. They're telling the truth. I'll tell you from experience here. They have a beautiful premium electric trimmer. They have bombs. They have beard oils they got clippers they got literally everything you need to be a man and they also know that sometimes you need to be a man in the dark so check it out that manscaped lawnmower has got a flashlight on it and it's waterproof so if you are a man get the manscaped products because you need them makes your life easier Look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, make money. Thank you, Deion Sanders. Listeners of this show will get 20% off and free shipping if you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code armchair. I'm a little afraid, speaking of that that body part, that Ben's getting his balls batted down too often. (laughs) Two in that game. And I know you think that might have something to do with the short game, but I'm concerned with that. I'm concerned with it as well. 
Uh, send him the man. Send him the lawnmower 3.0. Yeah, I think he could use that. And and I would like to say that it's going to stop, but I bet this is not the last that we're going to see of these batted balls, and I'd bet that at Bet Online. Bet on the Steelers, people. What are you doing? Now is the time. I mean, get in and get out while it's good with the Steelers winning every single game. Just go ahead and bet on them. You might not be at the games this year. Maybe you are. Maybe you're one of the lucky few. But you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. They have spreads, totals, team, player, and coaching props, and more options to wager with than any other place online. You want to play some poker? You can play some poker. Let Bet Online help you out. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, ching, your online sports book experts. Do you want to clean up? You just mentioned the. I forgot about the coaching props. We could clean up with the Steelers because of the predictability. Good call. You never. This is a. This is an error in our programming. It, we're going to end with a negative. Actually, I'm going to end with a couple of records we've got going. But the last section of this is a negative, and it's really something we've talked about it again and again. Is the Steelers' consistent, consistently low grade um, game plan for the offense? It's conservatism yeah. and the absolute dearth of a run game. James Conner has more yards east and west than he does north. Well. I don't want to overstate it, but I mean, it seemed to be he was running east and west a hell of a lot more than he was going north. Yeah, for some reason we decided to attack outside on the on the Bengals defense, and the Bengals were ready for that. I mean, hey, the Bengals sold out to stop the run for some reason. That's one of the things that enabled Ben to have such a good day. But look, this offensive coordinator thing is, is a massive issue. I mean, what did they, they what did they do on the first few drives? Like ten yards, nineteen yards, forty-one yards, like. It was miserable. Like you said, you punt after about five, six plays on the first drive. You recover a punt in their territory. You go three and out, and you have to kick a field goal. I mean, that's the Steelers this year. Welcome to the next record of 46 games in a row without an opening score. You know, Ben said after they finally had the opening score a few weeks ago, you guys can stop writing about that. No, no, we can't because that turned out to just be one in the middle of a sea of scoreless first drives. It, it's a huge issue. I don't know what's going on. I legitimately don't know what's going on. I have a couple theories. But the Steelers start out super conservative. I don't, they want to be this power run team. You, know, you always pair power run with, with defense because it's a low risk of turning the ball over. You can play the field position game, and eventually your defense will eat them alive. And seemingly, eventually, our offense usually finds its gear by the third or fourth quarter, and you can outlast the other team. I understand that. You know, Part of the other thing is this offensive line is not that great. I think we've seen enough to realize maybe there's a few reasons why Ben is throwing so damn quickly. And one of them is anytime he completes one of these big passes, he gets destroyed, which shows you like he doesn't have that much time back there. And another reason for the short passes is the run game sucks. So you're trying to make a de facto run game with screens and quick crossers and stuff like that. I just get very annoyed with predictability. Second along, we know they're going to run. By the way, that's going to screw you when you lose 31 to 40 to the Chiefs or whatever because the Chiefs don't ever give up a possession off of a, thir- a second and 14 run, right? Yeah, you'll survive against other people. We have a problem with that. But also, you know, the, the, the Chase Claypool sweep thing, we've talked about what a great job they've done finding counters off of that sweep, but sometimes they just get a little too cute with it, and people are very prepared. So, like, maybe you just keep running the counters to the Chase Claypool sweep because they had one that worked and then two bad ones this game maybe the teams are like listen if they counter it fine but we sure as hell aren't letting that big guy get around the edge so they got to figure that out but but it's really like 
I just want the Steelers to try to pass in order to set up the run. Pass to set up the run. The passing has been working phenomenally the past four weeks, right? Not saying it's the Hawks or the or, or Aaron Rodgers or whatever, but it's working very well. And if you can loosen up the defense, first off, by making sure that they don't know what you're going to do, then you can hand those little shotgun runs to James Conner and make it happen. One thing I sure as hell don't want to see is after you go up, what, 22-7 to 7 or whatever at the end of the first half, and your first possession of the second half is jumbo, one wide receiver, two tight ends, and a fullback, first down, run for one yard. What do you do? Come back and jumbo again. Okay, that's already your mistake. Then your third mistake is running it again out of jumbo for another one yard. Then it's third and eight. Ben throws, you know, a nine or a seven yard pass, and it's like then they're off the field. So just accept what you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Ben wants to run around like Lamar. He's not Lamar. He can't. Feetner. This isn't the bus. We don't have that pers- that personnel. Stop trying to run it down people's throats. Throw the ball to set up the run. Let James Conner do his thing out of those shotgun runs that he's so good at. And let's go from there because the offensive line is not good enough anymore to push teams around to just run when they know you're going to run. James Conner's a good running back, but he's not good enough to overcome that offensive line issue. And do we need to think about Doxon getting in there a little bit more? Because he's one of the only road graders the Steelers have, and if he looks like such a stud, why are you sitting a rookie on the sideline? I don't know. Maybe that's something to think about. But, yeah, that conservatism is a huge issue. I just like the step forward they took, you know, this past game with an actual passing game that wasn't just cute. It was some downfield stuff. So Mike Tomlin, 15 straight seasons without a losing record. I believe that is the record for NFL coaches. Love it. That's a record. And I believe we had just hit 66 straight games with a sack, establishing yet another record. And I believe Ben is fifth in the league in touchdown passes, which uh, would tell PFF that he's holding the team back. And I just can't agree more because their best-rated quarterbacks of the last week are Derek Carr, Jared Goff, and a bunch of other bums, just in case you guys are looking for how uh, PFF measures quarterbacks. But right now, Ben's... What, 22-4 and four on the season? He's on pace to have more touchdowns than he's ever had in his career. Listen, come on, man. I'm not going to say that he's been Ben the whole season, but as of recent, it's looking pretty damn good. So nice to see that. It's funny if you look at the top passers in the NFL. Everybody's so excited about Kyler Murray. I, mean, I definitely am. Love Kyler Murray. That Hail Murray was insane. But, you know, all these new guys, Lamar's. You look at the top of the passing charts of the top five guys, and it's like, yep, Mahomes is in there, but otherwise it's, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Brady, Wilson. Like, yeah, old guard's not done yet. Hey, so maybe you were bored in the fourth quarter of the last last game, something we haven't been used to since the uh, the Browns game. But next week we're not going to be bored. The Jacksonville Jaguars are up next. Visit the website, SteelersOutpost.com. Check us out on Instagram at SteelersOutpost. Hit us up on Twitter at SteelersOutpost or shoot us an email at SteelersOutpost at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week, go Steelers. Okay, bye-bye. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.